This episode of After the Whistle contains profanity. Listener discretion advised. Please enjoy. Well, I have a feeling this is the part where Craig is going to sit here and say, oh, I told you so. Tage Thompson going to get the new contract before the season. And uh, I'm shocked tonight as I came to learn about a seven-year extension for Tage Thompson at $50 million. But uh, here we are on a Tuesday night doing an emergency Tage Thompson episode. Yeah, it's interesting that that we're sitting here right now talking with you and you're being surprised that Tage Thompson, a guy who scored 38 goals in the league this year that had 68 points, that's 24 years old and who's blossomed into a number one center in the national hockey league. Okay. I'll say it right out of the gate. I like Tage Thompson as a player. I think he's going to be a, I think he is a good player. I think last year was uh, a fluke. What? And I I don't think he's going to be able to sustain those types of numbers. And I, I'm not saying he's not going to score more than 20 goals. And I'm not saying that he's, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why the Sabres would make this, or make this signing right now. There's no rush on this guy. There's, there's no rush on him. There is a rush on he's him. He's not a UFA next year. Okay. So yep. there's there's no rush to sign him. I, I what happens look, if uh, look, Tage Thompson goes and scores forty goals next year and has seventy five points? When he goes to arbitration, I don't starts- think he's going to do that. So, me being the team, I'm going to bet against that and say go prove it. And if you do get there, well, guess what? We have got quite the player, and you know what? We weren't really looking in. Just spending that kind of money on your tage, but now that we got to spend a little bit more. But it's going to be worth it to know that the proof is in the pudding versus, you know, a, a, a one good season. Don't tell me he's had more than one good year. No, his numbers, his numbers are deserving of a fifty million dollar contract. If last year he had twenty six goals, and the year before that he had twenty four. Yep. And it's like he's sitting there, like sitting on this explosive season about to happen. I He had eight goals the year before in 30-some-odd games, 38 games or 40 games. So, look, man, I, I just – it's a head-scratcher. If he scores 30 goals next year and has 65 points and he goes to sign a contract and goes to or, – or if he has to go to arbitration, he's going to be making $7.5-plus million dollars. That's on a one-year so deal. Wait, you're saying if he scores, this- you're, if he scores thirty goals, yes, this upcoming season and has sixty-five points, he's going to make seven and a half million dollars. That's exactly what he's going to make. Do you not see the contract of uh, of the Thomas kid in, in St. Louis, Robert Thomas, Robert Ma- Thomas, Matchbox Twenty? I he signed for eight million dollars. Yeah, why did, why did he year. get that much? Explain that to me. Because he's a hell of a hockey player. He's a centerman. He's a hell of a hockey player. What do you mean? Why did he get it? He get, he got it because he is arguably right now. And yes, I know um, Ryan O'Reilly is on St. Louis. And Ryan O'Reilly is a heck of a hockey player, making $7.5 million a year and scored 21 goals. 
21. Not 38, 21. Tage Thompson right now is not the same player he was three years ago. Tage Thompson has blossomed. I remember saying this. I remember saying years ago that it's going to take the six foot seven, you know, mountain of a man to, it's going to take him a little bit longer to develop into the player that we're hoping that he, he can be. And he's taken advantage of all his opportunity and he's, and he's played exceptionally well. He got put, he got put in a really weird opportunity by, you know, the coaching staff believing that he can play center. Don Granato put him at center six foot seven guy who's played basically right wing his entire life is now at center and he blows it away. Okay. Well, he owes Don Granato some of that and he owes Casey Middlestad some of that too. Cause if Middlestad doesn't stay healthy, Tage doesn't get that opportunity. Now I know granted it's all about opportunity. That's, that's all game, about though. opportunity. It's all about luck and all, making the best of your opportunities. I, I completely understand that. It will be very interesting to see if Tage Thompson develops into a all-rounded, full-rounded number one center. This Robert Thomas deal that I'm looking at, yes, that's fireworthy. To you say he's a really good, yeah, he's a really good player. He had 77 points. He didn't put up any points really before that. Like, you know, thirteen. How old is he? Uh, he's 20. I got it right here. He's 23. Okay. Do you want to wait till he's 25 to put up a, an 85 point season? So you're going to be paying him more money? No. Teams are teams are watching these players. Like you 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 tend to forget that these players are being watched like hawks from the time that they're drafted they're watched whether they're going to junior whether they're going to uh play college they have eyes on them constantly they know everything about what their deficiencies are in their game whether um whether it's lack of strength in their body whether it's you know uh skill development whether it's uh skating they are working with personal trainers, personal figure skaters, train uh, skating instructors to work on all of the things that they, they need to try and round out. Tage Thompson took till he was 24 to round out his game. You could start to see it was a great move by, by uh, Buffalo sending him to the minors where he can basically be in a position to play, play power play, play a lot of minutes, continue to gain his, his confidence and then when he got called up to, to Buffalo, he was able to take control. It's taken time. A lot of these, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the Thomas kid from St. Louis, signed for $8 million a year, eight-year deal. You look at him, and, and they've watched this kid blossom from the time he came into the league. Yeah, well, uh, I think a lot of people said the same thing about William Carlson, too. You know, like thir to, to explode to 38 goals. Now, here's here's something I just want to mention. I will be the first one to tell you that I will very rarely, if ever, use analytics as an argument or 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 in an argument or to prove a point. 
But when I opened this episode, I said this that I think Tage Thompson's season last year was a fluke. Do I think he can score 25 goals? Yeah, absolutely. But there's a big difference between 25 and 35, and there's a big difference between 25 and 38. Okay? So, or an even bigger difference. So he, let me let me just read you some stats, okay? Tage Thompson at five on five. 2021-22. He had 24 goals on 170 shots. Now I know you're super savvy with math, so I'll let you guess the shooting percentage. I'll give you okay, 14.1. Okay. It's a fucking insane shooting percentage. Okay. Now hold on a sec. Career up to 2021, 12 goals on 230 shots, a whopping 5.2% shooting percentage. Now, I'm stealing this information from Jonathan Wills. And Jonathan Wills, he's a writer at the Athletic NHL. And he then follows it with, I can't figure out why Buffalo did this right now when a guy's coming off an unprecedented shooting percentage year and is still a season away from RFA status. There's no rush. And he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And and I didn't even need to look at the analytics to say that. To, to, but you know what? As I'm scrolling through Twitter here, reading all the comments about Tate Stops, and I come across this one, and I'm like, this guy and I are on the same, wa- same wavelength, but we're coming at it differently. He's coming at it from the analytics standpoint. I'm coming at it from watching 65 games last year. Not going to say I watched every single one because there were nights I had had other things going on. So that's kind of where I come with this. I don't understand the rush, Riv. I don't understand the rush. And I th- and I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying the problem with this is that this is a contract that can potentially come back and bite you in the ass. So what would you rather have? Would you rather have this bite you in the ass on year four of this deal? Or would you rather have waited one more year and paid him an extra million and a half because he's actually proven his proven his worth? That's all I have to say about it. I I I I, I like the deal if he does it again. And you know what? I hope he shoves it right up right up my ass. And, yeah. and you know, because we know, and I can tell you for a fact that Saber players listen to this podcast. I know they do. I've been told that by players on the team so if he proves me wrong he proves me wrong but but i'm more i'm more skeptical than i am optimistic well listen in every single one of these deals that are being signed whether there's a three-year deal a five-year deal or a seven-year deal eight-year deal every one of these deals you the teams are trying to project certain players, things that they've seen over time. Okay. Things that they've seen with the personality of the hockey player, things that they've seen in, in, in the evolution of the player's game. Is this guy just a one trick pony? Is he just a goal scorer? Did he just score 30 goals? Okay. And, and that's all he does. Hence Jeff Skinner. That's a one-trick pony. Jeff Skinner scores goals. He has scored goals from the time that he was literally starting in hockey. Other, other, other than the height, what's the difference between the two? 
Tage Thompson kills penalties. Tage Thompson is, is a power play guy. Tage Thompson will make body checks. Tage Thompson has a, a size and a presence. Tage to Thompson will make body checks or Tage Thompson uses his size to his advantage. Cause I don't, you're not thinking he uses his size. I don't think he's overly physical for his size. No, no. In fact, that's one of that's if there's any, if there's any part of Tage's game that I wish he would add more to, it would be more of a physical power like no. type brand to his game, like uh, just no. a nastiness. And I, it, I, I don't I, have anything. I don't have any problem at all with how Tage plays the game. He is not soft. Is he over aggressive? God, we, we, we've talked about his father for years. I remember playing against his father. His father was a dangerous man. Big, strong, physical defenseman would make you pay. That's not Tage's game. Tage is a highly His skilled player. His father was a legitimate heavyweight. That could play the game. That could yeah, he was a, but he was a heavyweight. He, he, he was a tough man. Tage Thompson, six foot seven. He's 220 pounds, and uh, that's not his game. His game is about skills. His, he is highly skilled. He skates very well for a big man. His hands are insane for a big man, and he shoots the puck as well as most top-end guys in the National Hockey League. I'm not looking for Tage Thompson to, to be a, a Tom Wilson at all. I'm looking for Tage Thompson to do exactly what he's doing now. That's why he scored 38 goals. That's why when Don Granato put him in a position um, and, and try something, Okay, Don Granado hit hit a home run, hit a grand slam with finding a six foot se uh, seven center that can play and understand the game. Now, is Tage Thompson going to be a better centerman this year than what he was last year? I would think so, because you're going to start to understand the the tiny little nuances about the game that will make the game easier for you. I think Tage Thompson is more than worthy of a $7 million a year contract for seven years. He's 24 years old, turning 25 in, uh, in, in October, but he, this, this, this deal is going to take him until he's 32. Not taking the deals, not going until he's 35, 36. He's getting, you're getting Tage Thompson in the prime years of his NHL career, starting at age, basically 25. He's turning 25 all the way to 32. Those are the prime years of an NHL hockey player. I have no problem with this deal. There's going to be a lot of money spent in the next two, three, three years. Kevin Adams has to try and identify players that he feels after watching them, knowing the personality of the young man, and what is the upside of Tage Thompson? What is the upside of Tage Thompson if the next two years he has the same years that he had last year? Then when he's unrestricted, he's going to blow it out of the water. Because how many teams are going to want a six foot seven center that's a number one center in the league that can score? So I have no problem whatsoever 
with this contract. I think it's a great contract. I said before months ago that I feel that they should be signing Paige Thompson to a long-term contract. Now, I said that I would like to get Tage Thompson under a contract around five and a half, six million. But I thought that he was going to get eight million. So for a seven million dollar deal for seven years, I think it's a fantastic deal for both sides. I'm just looking at his game logs here. He had he had some good stretches of hockey. He had some tough stretches too, Incredible. if you recall. But he but he's had, not a one trick pony. Let's let's understand this. He's just not. He's a number one center on on an NHL team. He's got size, skating ability. He's got insane hands with a wicked shot. Okay, now it's all about putting it together. Well, last year he put it together. Now you're looking for only one thing from Tage Thompson. Only one thing, and that's consistency. We're looking for a consistent output of elite hockey from a number one center each and every night. That's what Tage Thompson is going to have to deal with for the next seven years is playing consistent hockey at a high level because we know that he could play at a high level. Now it's about having the consistency to stay there each and every night to be, to be a game changer. All right. Well, you know what? I uh, I'm glad we did this tonight. I I'm I hope this deal works out. I guess I'll I'll end on that. And I, I guess I'll say this: if Tage has a slow start to the season, I don't want anybody coming back here to think I'm going to be like I told you, I told you. But I will just say this in my closing argument: is that I just strongly believe that the Sabers we're in the driver's seat without even him even being signed right now going into this season. I don't think it's knee jerk. I understand. I understand the why, but I, I can't, I can't live with the when I can't, I just can't. Anything else to add? I just differ. I, th- I, I think right now you're starting to see that evolution of the Sabres team and organization moving forward. There's, um, there's players that have moved on to, to other teams The you know, the, the Jack Eichels and the Sam Reinhardt's and, and, and players along that nature. And now you have this new breed of player and Tage Thompson is the oldest out of that new breed. Okay, Tage Thompson's 24. You know, we're looking for Casey Middlestat. I'd love to see Casey Middlestat blow it out of the water this year. I would like to see Dylan Cousins, a 21 turning 22 year old uh, young man. I would Casey like Casey Middlestat must be so fucking pissed, man. Don't even sit here. Don't say motivated. Don't say happy for his buddy. Yeah, sure. But he's sitting there saying, are you kidding me? That was not my money. You think? Not my contract, but that was my opportunity. Because yeah, but are- you got to realize there's a, lot of, there's a lot more bank in the bucket in, in Buffalo. 
Tage yeah, Thompson did only one. There's only Tage one Thompson number did one not centerman break the bank position. What? Tage Thompson didn't break the bank. What he the? did not break the bank. <laughs> Players that make 10, 11 plus oh, million dollars are breaking the bank for others. Tage Thompson for a number one center on a hockey team for the next seven years. And when we're going to get our the best hockey from this player, $7 million as the salary cap goes up, $7 million is going to be less and less. This is the same contract Thomas Vanek got. Okay. Yep. You know what kind of numbers Thomas Vanek got when he got this contract? Yes. Age was a little bit different because Van got, there was his second contract when he got his offer sheet. This is Tage's third, maybe fourth. I don't know, but he did he sign? I don't know, but it's not his second because he's, he's on his second or third right now. Mm-hmm. Thomas Vanek scored. Now I know I, this is off memory. I'm not looking it up, but I'm going to look it up as I talk to you here. He scored 25 as a rookie. Right. Then he scored 43. And he scored 43. I don't think Dave Thompson had 25 goals combined in the NHL before last season. He had eight. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Exactly my point. No, he didn't. But it's about now. No, no. You mean it's about down the road. It's about now. It's about what he did moving forward in his in his career and and Thomas Vanek um you know did he did he sign the contract after after the, his second year or third year well his first year of his contract his entry level deal he played in Rochester okay i think he scored 47 goals he didn't score the first 16 games set a set a record in the AHL. so he signed his contract after the year that he played 82 games, 43 goals, and 84 points, and uh, he was plus 47. Yeah, he got and an he, offer, and he got an offer sheet. Yeah, seven million, seven years. Yeah, but back then, no that was same in, exact number as Tage, 50 million over seven years. Yes, but Tage got is no, Vanek got it was 49 million. And it got 50 million. Next question. Don't, don't challenge me on this one. Okay. Um, so what's your point? My point is Thomas Vanek got paid in 2007, six, seven season. I know end of this at the end of the 2006, seven season, he got offer sheeted. Correct. In 2007. Yes. 2007. 15 years ago. Oh my gosh. You're missing my point. You're missing my point. My point is, is that he had a fucking way better track record than Tage Thompson did. Like what what a way better track record. Are you talking about? He had 25 goals as a rookie. And then he and then he had forty three goals in his second year playing on the third line. Okay, Listen, okay? two years. He only before played two that. years in the league. He played two years in the league. Okay, first year, second year. Then he signed. He got an offer sheet fifteen years ago. He got an offer sheet fifteen years ago. I'm for not com- seven. Well, I'm not comparing dollars. times. All I'm saying is, Tony no, no, no. Manic. We will a- compare times. We will compare 
times because the guys back in 2007 are not making the same money as the guys in 2022. I understand that. Apparently you don't. Oh, okay. You know what? The, the minute, the minute you can sink your teeth into some shitty argument, you, you just keep going for it. All I was saying was when Vanek got his contract, whatever the fucking thing was, however much it was at the time, percentage of the salary cap, he had a better and more of a proven record in the league, even after two years, because his American league season, the year before that, during the lockout, when the American league was stacked, he had an unbelievable rookie year. So he was, he is, he scored in college. Then he scored a, a ridiculous rate in the American league. Then he scored an unbelievable, he had a great rookie season in the NHL, and then he had a second season for the ages. Okay. So what I'm saying is Thomas Vanek, if he were in today's game and um, had 43 goals and 84 points in the second year, he would get offer sheeted fucking $10.5 million. Okay. Fine. But all I'm, all I'm saying to you is that Tage hasn't done enough to earn it, in my opinion. How about that? I'm not saying that I'm not impressed by a 38 goal season. All I'm saying is, is that anywhere we've been, how many sport, practices did you get to watch Tage this year? Okay. So any sport we watch and player has one good year. You, you, you say, the and there's same many, thing. there's many players out there that have been like Tage Thompson, where teams have elected to allow him to finish out the last year of the contract, see how he does because he's an unproven guy because they're, they're a little, they're not quite sure. Maybe it's, maybe it's the attitude off the ice dealing with him in meetings, power play meetings, penalty kill meetings, how he's interacting with the team, how he's interacting with fans. There's so many things that go along to the evolution of a player. They're obviously seeing things in practice that he's doing that they're saying, okay, this ain't a one hit wonder. This is a player that's six, seven, that has just taken a little bit longer to mature than some of these five foot 10 guys that are whippersnipping around at age 20. Okay. Well, I guess, you know what? We will see how it goes this year when teams come in or Buffalo rolls into a team and they are more prepared for a team that they probably think is better and they focus on players a little more that maybe they hadn't in season. That's exactly what we want. That's what I want to see. Sabres fan, because that's exactly what I want. I want them to key on Tage Thompson. I want them to key on Jeffrey Skinner, who had a fantastic freaking year last year. Okay. Because that's going to open. No, he didn't. He's making $9 million. Don't tell me that he had a fantastic year. He had a fantastic year. Okay. okay. Well, and, I must um, say the, the the standards are very very low around here. Are we are, are we going back? Are we talking about money or just what what did what did Jeff Skinner do and how did he play? I thought he played the best hockey as a Buffalo Saber last year. Yes, I know that he went and scored forty, um, you know, three years ago, but I thought Jeff Skinner had the best year as a Buffalo Saber last year. I thought he competed. 
extremely hard. I thought he even backchecked. I actually saw him play better defense. I saw a lot of things improve in Jeff Skinner's game at the age of what? What is he? 29, 30 years old, 28 years old. I saw Jeff Skinner play better hockey and I'm happy for Jeff Skinner. Okay. Had a tough couple of years, had a shit ball year. Ralph Kruger. Oh my God. Are you kidding me right now? What kind of coaching was that? Awful. But you know what? Jeff Skinner left all the, that stuff in the past, came back, had a real strong year. So I'm going to say that he did have a strong year. And yes, there are going to be teams this year that start to key on, on a Tage Thompson line with Jeff Skinner. You know what that's going to do? It's going to open more room and more opportunity for guys like Casey Middlestat and his line. It's going to open more opportunity for, it, for uh, a Dylan Cousins. And players like this who need to take advantage of the opportunity because they're not going to have they're not going to be playing against the top players on the other team. Tage Thompson's going to get that. So I think this could be beneficial for our team. Tage Thompson's a great player. His his line mates are great players. That should help our team. So I messaged uh, the group there and I said, we're doing an emergency Tage uh, Thompson contract episode, right? Meow. Anyone want in? Vanner responded, I won't be home for another hour. What's the deal? And I said, seven years, 50 million. Sound familiar? (laughs) (laughs) All right. That'll do it, man. That'll do it. Good stuff. Congratulations to Tage Thompson. Congratulations to Tage and congratulations to the Sabres. Yep, you got a 38 goal guy and and uh and he's locked up. He wants to be here. You know, I mean he that wants says to a be, lot. He, that's important too, right? Yeah. It yeah, is it very is, important. It is important. It is important. And I think it's important. I think it's important that we all take notice that he was a piece of the Ryan O'Reilly trade and sometimes the return for big trades take time. <laughs> right? It was the worst trade in the history of <laughs> trades that actually that actually I I won't even say Buffalo will not win this trade at all unless unless and I'm going to say unless the Buffalo Sabres win the Stanley Cup in the next 7 years and Tage Thompson is still the here <laughs> And he's the comp Smythe and wins the Selkie. Let's not push it. Well, I mean, yeah, it could be interesting. I'll tell you, it could be very interesting. And you still have Ryan Johnson floating around out there. I mean, he's still alive. Who? (laughs) We've traded him 50 times. I don't think he wants to be a saber. Well, would you want to be a saber if you were a kid like him? You know, your your options are leave school or basically go sit in the minors for the next 10 years because you're not getting called up to uh Buffalo. They have all the their players. They're all under they're all under the age of 22. Darlene, Power, Samuelson, Yoki Haru. Bryson's like an old man at 24. 
So this kid wants to either go to Minnesota or Anaheim. He's from Anaheim. Well, listen, all he's got to do is play one more year, and then he then he can pick wherever he wants to go. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that makes sense? He's a former first-round pick. Better trade those, uh, those rights by the deadline. Yeah. Figure that one out. Anyway, good stuff. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at CraigRevay52, at the Instigator76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.